Special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Cabot Creamery, who makes nothing short of the cheese of my dreams. Peanut butter and jelly. Grilled cheese. Pastrami. Tuna salad. The Sandwich Universe. Welcome to the Sandwich Universe, a place where we roll around in the glory of sandwiches for 30 to 60 minutes every week, (laughs) depending how we're feeling. I'm Molly Boz, one of your hosts. I am a professional chef, a cookbook author, and recipe developer, and I'm joined here on the pod with my good friend, Declan Bond. Hi, everyone. I am nothing more than a professional eater, a lover of sandwiches, and uh, an explorer in the sandwich universe. That's really uh, my claim here. And a philosopher. I'm a philosopher of sandwiches. That's true. And so Declan (laughs) brings deep thoughts to this podcast. (laughs) Really, really deep, important thoughts. He does try. Today, we are tackling perhaps the simplest sandwich of them all. The, the grilled, grilled cheese. cheese. Um, so let's get right into it. What in the world is a grilled friggin' cheese? The history of the grilled cheese. Apparently, a, a grilled cheese was at one point called a cheese dream, which wow, I really, I, I, love I that. think that's epic. That's a great name. We should just start calling grilled cheeses a cheese dream. They're. I feel like they're more like crispy cheese dreams. You know, like you have to. You, there's there has to be some way to evoke the crunchy exterior in the name. Granted, grilled mm-hmm. isn't the right way to do that because let's be honest, <laughs> they're not grilled. But um, I would go for a crispy cheese dream. That's a sandwich I want to eat, honestly. Hey, you want to whip? Do you want to whip up some crispy cheese dreams? <laughs> Anybody in for a crispy <laughs> cheese dream tonight? <laughs> oh man. I mean, I think for me, a grilled cheese is like, yeah, I mean, you said it just now. It's it's one of those, you know, epically simple sandwiches. Uh, it kind of paves the way for all sandwiches to be at quite, you know, at, at that level of simplicity. It shows that it can be done. Um, what other associations? I guess I just think of like pool days, yeah, summer yeah. afternoons, uh, you know, impatience. I feel like there's this level with the grilled cheese of impatience because you want to just like have it, but you have to go slow and low. So uh, it's a it's a test of patience. Because I kind of would have said like this is the sandwich that you make when you don't have a lot of time on your hands and you're just kind of like I have I have cheese, I have bread. There's some kind of fat lying around. Like let's make a freaking sandwich. But I do hear you. That. That's exactly right, though. You always you reach for the grilled cheese in your sandwich repertoire at just the moment when you have like you know forgotten that actually you need to do that nice and slow. Totally, because <laughs> you, you think it's like okay, time to like quickly whip up a sandwich. Totally. So then it really ends up taking. I feel like a great grilled cheese can be achieved in no less than 10 to 12 minutes. Yeah, I think 10 is a solid. Like, it will 10 from start to finish, I think you can probably get away with 7 or Ooh, six, depends what kind of bread. Mise en place. Depends, depends, depends. All right, race to the bottom. We're going to have to race to see who can make the fastest grilled cheese, but still 
get that perfect golden brown and oozy totally. center. And <laughs> we both grew up eating grilled cheeses, correct? You ate them by the pool, which like is obnoxious, but we love that for you. I ate them on my back porch. So I have a screened in back porch where I grew up in upstate New York. Um, and I remember always eating grilled cheeses on peasant bread. Does that resonate with you, the, the words peasant bread? Oh, oh, no. No, no. I don't know what peasant bread is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not what sure. is That's this? That's just like below you. Uh, what is this peasant bread? Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. We just always... <laughs> We always got one brand of bread, and the loaf that we would get was called peasant bread. And then just as I was sitting here, I was asking myself, is peasant bread a a known type of bread, or is it just a bread made from the company bread alone? In which case, maybe you wouldn't know what it is. I'm not suggesting that you're, like, above a peasant. (laughs) Um, But you took it there. Well, I don't. I have not heard of peasant bread as a brand, but peasant bread is like a... I don't know. I feel like you can find that around at like fancy bakeries, actually. It's basically like a sourdough, but take out the sour. Yeah. In any case, those are, I used to eat peasant bread grilled cheeses with cheddar. And I'm pretty sure they were made with butter, although I'd have to double check with my mom on that. And it's just, it's a sandwich of comfort. Yeah, it is an ultimate comforting food. What is not a grilled cheese? Well, for one thing, a cheese sandwich, unmelted cheese. Another thing (laughs) that is uh, not maybe obvious is that a a melted cheese sandwich, which I define as putting two slices of bread in the toaster oven with cheese on top of them and then folding those two things together, that just doesn't qualify. Totally. And explain why not, because I think I know where you're going with this. Well, for one, I don't think that usually when that happens you're using any kind of fat to like fry the outside of the toast second that's just a bad it's just there's no reason to do that because the cheese on the top side is going to just sog up the the bread and there's not enough toasting happening on the bottom to really get that crispy crunch like you need the melted cheese to be like countered by like the frying of the bread and i feel like a melted cheese like always just turns out a little bit soggy in a way that I don't like. It's just a sad-ass grilled cheese. <laughs> um, so we don't fuck with a melted grilled cheese, but we love a grilled grilled cheese. And we're going to talk about the name later. Um, but before we do that, let's dive into some fun facts. What are the facts? Okay. To start, let's look up the definition of a grilled cheese. And as always, let's consult our favorite resource, Wikipedia. A grilled cheese is a toasted sandwich made with one or more varieties of cheese on bread. It is typically prepared by heating one or more slices of cheese between slices of bread with a cooking fat, such as butter, on a frying pan griddle or sandwich toaster until the bread browns and the cheese melts. A grilled cheese may contain separate ingredients, though the main ingredients remain the bread and cheese. I would say that's a entirely accurate definition of the grilled cheese. Yeah, I think that's a pretty pretty flawless. <laughs> like nailed it Wikipedia. Here's one from the Los Angeles Times. Survey suggests grilled cheese lovers have more sex, are more generous. I mean, that's two don't, checks I, we don't for make us. the rules. Like this is <laughs> this is these are facts. <laughs> okay, here here's an interesting fact. 
maybe. Okay, so Americans eat a whopping 2.2 billion grilled cheese sandwiches per year. I do not know how many people there are in America. Do you? Yeah, there are 350 million people or something like that. Okay, so that's how many per person per year? 2.2 billion, 350 million. That's like, that's not that many. That's like five or six grilled cheeses per year. Seven. That's a horrible stat. That yeah, God, that is pitiful. Americans don't eat nearly enough grilled cheeses. Which means <laughs> that's why we don't which have, means they don't have sex not and they're not charitable. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, America, wake up, dudes. <laughs> There's more to <Man>. life. <laughs> Let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we will hear from some of you guys and try to answer some of your burning questions. Thanks to our presenting sponsor, Cabot Creamery, who makes the cheddar cheese that I grew up on. And so many people before me because it was founded 100 years ago. Here's one from at big underscore Gus underscore bakes. How many things can you add to a grilled cheese beyond the bread and cheese before it can no longer be called a grilled cheese? That's a great freaking question, Big Gus Bakes. That is a good question. I think, I mean, there's two obvious categories of like things that happen with a grilled cheese there's one condiments uh the things kind of outside the sandwich and then there's like augments things that you put inside and i feel like this question is about the augments there's two major ones that i can think of tomatoes and bacon tomatoes and bacon them but I, I are the, is it still a grilled cheese with tomato and bacon? I, d- I do think it is only because like tradition has it. You know what I mean? And if you mm-hmm. were to go throwing, uh, I don't know, broccoli, rob, and uh, pancetta in there, I don't think it's a grilled cheese. But like, there's something about the spirit of the grilled cheese with tomato and bacon, and the fact that we've seen it time and again and again on menus and in diners. That still yeah. feels like it's yeah. celebrating the grilled cheese without taking a huge departure. So I think those two are fair game. Side note, I just want to say, I don't think it's an either or situation. I think it's a, if you're going to add some stuff in, if you're augmenting, you're you're adding both. You're adding the bacon and you're adding the tomatoes and mm. you're not picking one or the other because it's about that beautiful marriage of crispy and salty and fatty with juicy and acidic and the cheese, and without one, the other kind of isn't holding its weight. Yeah, I will say that tomatoes can go alone. Uh. Like, if you have a really, really sharp cheddar and a really, you know, funky, sharp gruyere, and you need a little bit of juicy tomato to help, you know, kind of like uh, get, get you through all that, I feel like it can work. Bacon on its own is just too Way much. too much. Okay, yeah, maybe that's correct. Like just bacon. Bacon alone, not okay. Bacon plus tomato, okay. Tomato alone, okay. I guess the other thing is kind of just looking at the ratios when you cut into that grilled cheese and you're looking at the two sides stacked up. If the mm-hmm. ratios are tipping in the direction of augments in favor of augments, that's when you know this isn't a grilled cheese anymore. 
it's not a tomato mm. and bacon sandwich with a little bit of cheese because actually that would be a BLT with cheese minus the lettuce and mayonnaise. Lettuce. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> so I feel like it still needs yeah. to feel predominantly cheesy. Yeah. I think another question is, are you putting your augments in before or after? Like, if I, I, I don't know. And, and I, to be honest, I've never done the before. Like I've never put what? a grilled cheese with unmelted, like a bread in with unmelted cheese and tomatoes and and bacon in a pan to then grill or you know melt the cheese and and fry the bread. I've always made my grilled cheese, opened that baby up, slapped in some tomatoes, slapped in some bacon, closed that baby up, and then cut into it, and that creates like a a, a good like kind of uniform texture and kind of wrapping everything in the cheese yeah i I do know what you mean it sounds really hectic to me to open up a like perfectly composed grilled cheese and start stuffing things in there but i totally hear you on the fact that you don't want to cook the tomato into the grilled cheese yeah you can have tomato sauce if you want to do that you should just i'm not that worried about the bacon yeah agreed but but you're not going to put raw bacon in there. You're going to cook your bacon first. Sure, but you're also going to put it in with the cheese and then sizzle it. Okay, okay, okay. But here's my point. If you're going to have cooked tomatoes, then you might as well just have tomato soup on the side, which is another kind of classic thing that is honestly kind of doesn't fit in the condiment category, but somehow is so traditional and iconic. It's just like one of those perfect flavor pairings. And I I think this goes back to grilled cheeses and nostalgia and just the record has been set. People dunk grilled cheeses in tomato soup with great success. (laughs) Also, I just want to call to your attention, ketchup is cooked tomato. And so I do sort of feel like if you are yearning for a tomato-y grilled cheese and you don't have tomatoes, just dunk it in ketchup because that's kind of a great way to eat the grilled cheese. Yeah. I have to admit, a long time ago, I would have kind of scoffed at a, at a ketchup dunk. But yes, these days... Of the Oh, God. These <laughs> days... Excuse me. These oh, days... You, but you're uh, so evolved. <laughs> no, oh no. I've, you're I've, huge. Uh, <laughs> these days, I feel like uh, I actually... It's one of the first things I reach for is ketchup because it has this... It has the sweetness to complement that, like, you know, heavy-duty, uh, sharp, uh, you know, cheese flavor. And, yeah, I don't know. I really do like it now. I have to say I'm really proud of you. Just for those of you who don't know Declan that well, which is probably a lot of you, um, Declan is very averse to sweetness in his savory food. Or just actually just sweetness, period. And so um, it's really, really big of him to say that. So I just want to, can we all just take a moment for that <laughs> <laughs> um, So that's great. Ketchup. We love ketchup. That's a great, that's a great condiment. And um, we can get into condiments later on. Let's take another question. Okay. Uh, here's one from at Karen Choi. Can you bake or roast grilled cheese sandwiches or is that no longer grilled cheese? Uh yeah, I There's, mean, it is not in the name. <laughs> we can but say guess that. Guess what? Also, is not in the name that you that you griddle a cheese. Because guess what's That's in the true. name? Grilled, grilled cheese. cheese. 
Has anyone ever actually grilled a freaking grilled cheese? It's a misnomer, and I'm mad about it. <laughs> why? But why do you think it is called a grilled cheese? Like, where, where did that come from? What's the etymology of the cheese grilled? My feeling on an actually grilled cheese is dry, burnt, cheese isn't melted, just cheese like total just melting disaster. melting all over your grill into your, you know, the flame area where the oh my gas God, flare is coming up, up. Flare like ups. The whole thing. And I and I just honestly feel like it was meant to be titled a griddled cheese, and somebody dropped the doll. <laughs> like it got lost in translation, and we need to put the doll back in the grilled cheese. Okay, so I guess we're <laughs> campaigning now to just start calling it griddled cheese wherever possible. Yes, we need to change all the menus across America. America's favorite sandwich is the griddled cheese. (laughs) Okay, and rant. (laughs) Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) Yeah, again. There'll be a lot of those in this podcast. (laughs) So that's the tea on that. It's not baked. It's not grilled. It's griddled. This one's coming in from underscore JDosa. What do you think is the best cheese combo for the ultimate cheese pull? Cheddar is decent, but not great. It can't do it all. It cannot do it all. I think it's pretty obvious that American cheese is sort of the ultimate cheese pull. Almost so much so that it's like it's the cheese drip. Mm, yeah. More than it the cheese pull. It can get a little gloopy. It goes beyond it can gloop, pulling. It can sag. That's why you, yeah. But like if you're looking for that shot, you want to get that good shot. American's your girl. Um, Gruyere, I think, has a great cheese pull. Mozzarella has the best cheese ball. Really? Mozz? Of all. I guess you're right. I'm just, I guess I'm just surprised to hear you say Mozz because I think of Mozz as like the stuff that's in like the water. You know, there's like, you know, you get Mozz, like a big jug of water and it's got a ball of cheese in it. That's the fresh Mozz. That's not the, that's not the Mozz we're talking about. We're talking about the lowbrow, part skim milk, polio vibe Mozz. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. The shards. Um, so those are great for cheese bowl. I'm not saying I think they belong in a grilled cheese because on the contrary, I actually don't think Mott's has a place in grilled cheese. We've made a lot of grilled cheeses together and Mott's just did not factor very high in our list of cheeses. Um, another good one, though, is Fontina cheese. Fontina is so stretchy. Fontina is the... It really it's is. The, it's the sleeper. No one thinks of Fontina. It's rare to have it just like on hand in your fridge. Um but it does. It does. It does make and then the other one, bowl. actually, I think, is um, Monterey Jack, which is kind of whack. Mm. What is Monterey Jack? I don't even know what it is. It's like it's like cheddar. It's cheddar it's like slash cheddar, like low mots, low moisture mots with zero character. Also, what is Colby Jack? No idea. It doesn't matter what it is, honestly. (laughs) Okay, so those are your cheese pull cheeses. All right, next. All right, this one is from at the Gooners 4. Hey, Molly, what is something I can dip my grilled cheese in for some extra goodness? Let's just say this. The grilled cheese is a sandwich that was built for condiments. It is a vehicle for the condimenti. It's the best way to eat a grilled cheese, perhaps, is... With literally a lineup of condiments so that every single bite you get a different condiment and you've kind of made a a world tour of condiments with your grilled cheese. Yes. 
with maybe one straight up bite at the at the front and the back of that experience. Your biggest grilled cheese flex is not how many formaggi can you stuff inside your cheese. <laughs> it's how many condimenti can you line up at the table for the dipping. <laughs> I stand by that. And so we're talking. I think that's true. Grainy mustard. Uh, Dijon mustard. Every, mustard, every single mustard. We had what was that one we had the other day? Oh, dill, dill mustard. Dill oh mustard. My God. Forget about really it. Gangster. So good. Horseradish mustard. But you could do horseradish cream. Is yes. probably cool. Ketchup. Yeah. Onion jam. Hell Definitely. yes. Uh, sriracha. Why not? Absolutely. Yes. Sriracha mayo. Uh-huh. Why not? Tartar sauce. Oh, okay. Yes. Okay. Aioli. Yes. yes. Now we're talking. Like literally, what are you not <laughs> dipping your grilled cheese in? Pesto. Fuck it. I don't really like pesto. Wood dip. dip it. It's a vehicle yeah, for dipping. I agree. Always be dipping, dudes. ABG. Okay. Here's one from at Ariel Danielle Mary. Confirm for us if it's perverted to put mayo on the outside instead of butter, because I think it is. How do you feel about a deck? I've never done that. You've never done it. I will admit that I recently learned about this technique. And from who? I'm excited. From, from. Tell them. Yeah, it's, it was a pretty big moment. It was Molly. Uh, Spoiler we, alert. We made a grilled cheese and... She just reached for the Kewpie mayo to put it on the outside of the bread, and I, I, I stood back aghast. He and then I, I, and then I understood <laughs> what was about to happen. <laughs> um, it's just a great alternative to butter. And here's how, here's what I think. To answer your question, no, it is not perverted. If anything, it's the opposite. I don't know what the opposite of perverted is, but it's that divine. It is. It's divine. <laughs> um. My feeling on butter on grilled cheese is, okay, okay. Like, I get it. It's not not delicious. But also, there's so much lactose in a grilled cheese when you're putting butter on the outside. And you need a lot of butter to get it really fried on both sides. You're adding butter to the skillet when you put it in. You're flipping it. You're adding more butter. All in all, a lot of dairy in the grilled cheese. And sometimes for me, that leaves a lingering kind of lactose layer in my mouth that I don't care for. And I think that mayo is a great alternative, especially if you have something like Kewpie. It does the same job. Like, it, let's not kid ourselves. Probably side by side, aside from flavor in terms of crisping and browning and all of that, they do the same job. They're both a fat. Mayonnaise is oil. And they both are great crisping agents. I just think the flavor of QP or like a really high quality mayo, homemade mayo, oh my God, is delicious. And your grilled cheese deserves that. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. (laughs) 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 Um, I will say that it's worth noting that the, that, you can't just get away with olive oil, like olive oil or a- another kind of oil. If you no. can avoid it, obviously, if you need something, of course, but it's just not the same as the mayo. I think the flavor of olive oil just is too powerful and in, is in opposition to the flavor of the like pure flavor of the dairy of the cheese. But this brings me to my next point, which is we should be talking about the bread here because the bread is one of three ingredients in a grilled cheese. And if we're talking about mayo, we should be talking about what we're putting that mayo on. So you and I will reach for a loaf of sesame sourdough 99 times out of 100. But 
I guess the question is, what are the appropriate breads for grilled cheese? If not a sesame sourdough, which is just table stakes, the most delicious bread of all time. Literally, I, I just like, I just huff and I puff and I can't think of say. a better bread. Um, <laughs> obviously, the classic, you know, squishy bread or wondery type thing or brioche thing. I will say that I have definitely, you know, of all the, the bread substitutes for, for sesame sourdough, I have really enjoyed a squishy brioche uh, bread for a grilled cheese. Um, like at a, a diner. I think it's nice. Yeah, it's nostalgic in a way. It's a different kind of grilled yeah. cheese. It's, you know, that's like a five bite grilled cheese. It's so, it goes down so easy. Um, it's not super hefty. Like there, it's not, it's not as dynamic as a grilled cheese that's made with several cheeses on a sturdier sourdough or something like that. It kind of has a little bit more character, but there's certainly a time and a place for it. I guess I would say like, when the grilled cheese is my dinner and it's the meal and it's kind of the main event, I'm probably reaching for a really quite high quality sourdough and it's probably got sesame seeds on it. <laughs> when the grilled cheese is kind of like an afterthought and it's maybe actually just like an afternoon snack type of scene, maybe that's when I'm reaching for a, a more neutral brioche or white yeah. bread. A milk bread would milk be amazing. Milk bread is cool. I think there's also like a miche or like some kind of like heartier whole wheat thing that could could potentially mm -hmm. work. Yeah, especially with a really sharp cheese. Yeah, exactly. It has like a nuttiness and a roundness that I think kind of like helps with if you've got like a really sharp cheddar uh, and, and, you know, nothing, no other Quattro Formaggio blend that's balancing it. Um, somehow that, that works in my head. Yeah, agree. Shall we conceive of our perfect grilled cheese our ultimate grilled cheese let us ponder okay i'm gonna put this on us right now no sesame sourdough okay we have to do it without sesame sourdough okay so regular sourdough <laughs> <laughs> extra seeds not just sesame <laughs> yeah <laughs> seeded sourdough hold the sesame <laughs> i actually so i think we should definitely try one with like a whole wheat niche or something like that. Okay, something that's like nutty and whole grainy and has a lot yeah. of depth and character and is like hefty. Yeah. And then what do you want to do in the cheese department? Cheese department. I mean, one thing has to be known. Cheddar cheese is the first cheese you reach for when you're making for grilled cheese. cheese. It could be that bright orange, brilliant, you know, sun-baked cheddar. It could be a white, sharp cheddar. Any kind of cheddar. It has to be in there. Actually, Declan and I did a taste test of Cabot cheddar cheeses in preparation for this podcast. And we unanimously agreed that the Vermont extra sharp cheddar was the bomb. That was the one. It was so good. Um, so I, I do kind of feel like if there's no cheddar involved, like I'm not really interested. I know that there's a grilled cheese that I've had and that's out there that's just American, but... It's just, it leaves something to be desired. And, and when I'm eating that grilled cheese, I'm probably following it up by going into the cheese drawer and slicing myself <laughs> a couple slices of cheddar on my way out of the kitchen. So just put in the grilled cheese. Yep. Um, so at least cheddar, I think a gruyere does really well to complement, but it does increase the sharpness. So then I'm like, okay, are we going to put also an American in there to make it like the gooey, oozy mellowness of the American to complement the gruyere? The cheddar's like right down the middle, but 
But now we're talking about three Jesus. Uh, okay, it's fine. Like, we've already gone there, so let's just go there. I feel like that's the triple threat. Brilliant. Can you guys hear Tuna? She's humping the pillow across from me in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, I mean, I don't think I have to say this, but, like, we're going to have a lot of condiments when we make these Every condiment we can possibly find should be available to us. There's going to be every condiment under the sun, and we're going to just dip. Mm, yeah. Or maybe even some pickled onions. Let's pickle some onions. Yeah. Okay, cool. Okay. We're going to have ourselves a grilled cheese feast, and you guys are going to come along for the ride. Let's go. Okay, why don't you start by cutting the miche? All right. Oh, you know what? One thing I love to do when I make grilled cheeses is, like, once you put the butter in the pan and it's all, like, you know, rendered and, and you've given your pan a twirl and you put your sandwich in and then you just, like, kind of squeegee the whole pan around to get as much butter like soaked up into the, the actual bread as possible. I think that is a genius technique. We're going to start grating our cheese. Let's both get a vegetable peeler. I think vegetable peeling Wait, is... Wait, what? A vegetable peeler? Yeah, so that we can make really nice thin shards because we want them to cook. We want them to melt evenly. This is the whole struggle of a grilled cheese is getting the cheese to melt. Okay, wow. I never used to... Well, what were you going to do? I was just going to cut it. Nah, dog. Why don't you start opening up those American singles? Okay. I think the... American should go in the middle. What do you think? 100%. Because it melts so fast. It melts so fast, right? And the gruyere and the cheddar will be on the outside because they require a little bit more heat to get nice and melty. That's mayo for you. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Do you believe in the QP? I do. It's looking glorious already. Are you going in for a flip? (gasps) Big. That looks nice. Mm. Doesn't it? I think you're under. You think I'm under? Oh my god, flip it again. Flip Flip it back, flip flip it back, back. back. hurry. (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. No problem. Should we start lining up the condiments? Like, let's get a tray of condiments going. We're opening like 25 mustards right now. (laughs) One or two. Simply not enough. Cornichon. Yes, please. Olive. Onion relish. I'm going to take a simple, I'm going to take a straight up bite first. Yeah, you always start with a, with a straight up and then... You start dipping and start dabbing. Start dipping and <laughs> dipping <laughs> from there on out. Okay, cheers, big. Cheers. It smells good. Mmm. Good. That is an incredible good cheese. It is. It is so classic, but like... There's crunch. The outside is so crunchy. This one's begging for some ketchup. Something a little sweet. Mmm. Oh my god. All right. Well, thanks for joining us on the Sandwich Universe, where everything is a sandwich. And every sandwich, especially a grilled cheese, deserves a condiment. Special thanks to Cabot Creamery, the Food 52 Podcast Network, and Coralie for putting together our show. And don't forget about Jeffrey Brodsky, who made our theme music. If you are loving the show, take a second to rate it, review it, subscribe, do all the things to it that you can. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. That would be massively meaningful to us. (laughs) (laughs) And um, we can't wait to see you next time on The Sandwich Universe. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.